Welcome everybody to the Healing Place Podcast. This is your host, Terry Welbrock, and just wanted to take a second to thank you for being here and a part of this healing space, for liking, sharing, commenting on videos, and uh, yes, just helping this show continue to grow. Had our best month ever in October, so excited about that. Almost doubled September's downloads, um, which is just incredible. And the show's been on the air for over four years, four years and three months. Started in July of 2017. And last month's downloads accounted for over 11% of total downloads over all of that time. So it just, just absolutely blossomed. And I have you to thank for it. Um, so many people saying, hey, I was talking about the Healing Place podcast and told this friend to listen in. Or, hey, I have somebody who's experiencing some severe grief and so um, yes can you tell me what show to they need to listen to so it's just been wonderful and I just wanted to say thank you um, again a reminder to go to academy.terrywalbrock.com tell folks I have online courses and coaching available thanks now for the show Welcome, everybody, to the Healing Place podcast. I'm your host, Terry Welbrock. I'm very excited to have with me Lois Hollis. And Lois is shame, guilt educator, counselor, filmmaker, and author. So welcome, Lois. Thank you. Thank you. Let's yeah, go. I, I know. We're so excited. Well, we tried recording this once before, and I was having internet issues, and we were having delays. So I'm really excited to learn, continue learning. Um again and starting this conversation again and we just had a wonderful conversation before i hit record so i'm i'm just so thrilled to be learning from you so thank you thank you for the presence and let's go all okay. right let's do it now so. sh sh shame guilt shame i guilt. say shame guilt and everybody goes <laughs> no lois you're saying it's wrong it's shame and guilt. i go no 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 and that's what the problem is yeah okay so um, I guess I should talk a little bit about myself, who I am. Yeah, so tell I'm everybody. I'm so excited to teach because God said, go teach. And I went, okay, I got it. Um, but I have to tell you who I am. I am uh, a mother of three beautiful daughters. One has gone to heaven, but still I have two right now with me. And I have always been on a track of healing. Ah. I'm in the healing place right now. And it was always healing. I um, I just always wanted to heal, heal myself, heal other people. That's really all I wanted to do. I didn't know where it would take me, but I just had to heal things, heal me. And I had an abusive childhood, which I didn't remember till I'm 50. How interesting is that? I just had lots of handicaps like dyslexia and I couldn't read and broken bones and scoliosis and head traumas and so forth and so on. But I didn't really, um, I just kept going. I had a near death experience in childhood. So I guess that's why I just kept going. I'm not quite sure. Um, someone broke my neck and. Oh my gosh. Um, deliberately on spite. Uh, they broke C1, 2, and 3. I didn't know that until a chiropractor said, oh, your C1, 2, and 3 is broken, was broken, it healed. Wow, that's interesting. I said, God fixed it. <laughs> anyway, so again, it's, um, so what I'm saying is I came from severe trauma. And yeah. also those brain traumas made me um, dyslexic and, um, you know, not a bit, I couldn't read because the words were always moving because of the brain 
dysfunction, so forth and so on. But somehow I just knew things. And I well, and I love it. I love it that you talk about the fact that you've always been drawn to healing because I too survived horrific trauma throughout my childhood, but was always drawn to healing. I remember people asking me when I was a little kid, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I would always say a doctor because I wanted to help people. And then, you know, my, my journey took me like this and, and I went through teaching and I did. Yeah, but it's always healing. Right. But I ended up, I just was always drawn towards, and how many of us trauma warriors, trauma survivors end up on the healing journey and then reaching our hands back to help others and guide others along. Because that's what we're here for. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. Um, And when you were a kid, the healing was a doctor. So that's why you wouldn't be a doctor. You know, you just had to put it somewhere. Your, your um, podcast was it known at that time? So you, you didn't know. So anyway, I started the first kidney hemodialysis unit in the country in Philadelphia in 66. And uh, that started teaching home dialysis. And then they got hepatitis in the unit. And that started another project of healthcare. And I was an operating room nurse before that. So I knew all about isolation and so forth. and So, so the list goes on and on. I finally realized that's who I am a trailblazer I just start things new because they needed to be started you know like something like oh they somebody should really do that and I go well I guess I'll do it (laughs) so that's my life but I didn't know that until later on in life so for me to start a new thing with shame guilt as a new study it's like okay why not nobody else is doing it so that's how I came to do what I'm doing today However, in my 50s, when they say, you're not going to live much longer, and I went, well, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) So God sent me a beautiful, wonderful healing physician uh, who had many, many talents, and I could finally breathe again, and he fixed the bones that were all broken, because they were all stuck, like I couldn't move, I couldn't turn my head, um, and I couldn't go out in the daytime. That's how severe the brain traumas were. I couldn't. And when they say people with brain traumas have light sensitivity, they're right. I could not go outside. When the sun went down, I went shopping. Wow. That's I know that's severe. So for me to go outside on the beach in the sun is like a miracle now. Now, so I tap dance. I just wanted to tap dance, tap dance and heal. So I think that all the tap dancing I did from starting like five years old to like high school, senior high school I did the right brain thing with all the emotions I think that's what helped heal of course God helped but I mean physically I think that's how I got out of the dyslexia the most amazing day of my life is when I was admitted to the University of Pennsylvania College Ivy League school I'm going how did that happen I'm supposed to be stupid because they always called me the stupid child because I I couldn't learn I remember my parents were called into the school when I was in first grade and they said, we have to tell you that you have an idiot child. She's unable to learn, but we're a Catholic school and we'll just keep her in school because we're a Catholic school. We can't throw her out. We'll just put her in the back of the class and not expect her to learn anything. I'm telling you, don't push her because she's unteachable. And that's because I had all those brain injuries. Yeah. And you know, 
I couldn't read. I couldn't write. I couldn't do anything. So they just put me, and God talked to me. So I learned a lot. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, wow. I, I know. So that's what I'm saying. I'm talking from severe trauma, emotionally, physically. So if I can, so I had to figure out a way how to heal because I went to traditional therapy and that talk, 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 and that helped, you know, having someone to be on. But it was like, okay, uh, what's next? They go, nothing's next. We just keep talking. I'm going, well, it ain't going to work because it ain't working. So I decided to talk to myself about me rather than to someone else. And my parts inside of me, the inner parts of myself start talking back to me, the inner critic and the depression, anxiety. So we all start talking. And that's how I found the shame guilt within them. And then when I released the shame guilt, I healed. Like I healed this like, and I got younger and healthier and um, people came to me and he says, Lois, what are you doing? I'm going, I'm talking to myself. And they said, can we do that? And I go, I don't know, I guess so. So they, I taught them what I was doing and they also got well and healthy and happy. And they said, you should charge for that. I said, charge for what? Well, I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> so that's how it happened. And then people could not see what I'm doing. Like I can see the inner parts and I guess that's because of the God influence or whatever, you know. So that's why I went into filmmaking. So I could show people how you talk to the inner parts of yourself. So I have a DVD, uh, it's called Out of Discord Into Harmony. It's me talking to my inner critic, talking to the kids inside of me and how you do it. And it's on my website. And it's on YouTube, out of discord, into harmony. Okay, so. Um, and you have another new film. I'm good. Coming out. It's, it's not not out yet. We're still good, but it's not out yet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and what's I'm good about? I'm good. And it shows I'm making shame, guilt, visible. I have an incredible artistic filmmaker person. And she can do all this interdimensional stuff. And Shane Gill is just coming in as a cloud of smoke, and it's so cool. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. When's, when's that coming out? Probably maybe another six weeks or two okay. months. Awesome. not quite sure, well, but I'll, I'll keep you posted. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what we see, we believe. What we see, we believe. And then Shane Guild has not been given the focus it needs is because we can't see it. And a lot of people say it doesn't exist. Okay, shame, guilt is a thing. It is not an emotion. Okay, now that's what we need to talk about. We all know about love energy. Mm -hmm. Love energy is like, mm, feels so good. Now, love energy gives us compassion and joy. And we have confidence. We have intuition. We have compassion. We have intuition. We have all these wonderful, wonderful qualities. But what did it come from? It came from love energy. Love energy gave us these emotions that are positive and healing. Now, we have shame, guilt, energy that gives us the negative emotions. Now, it is improperly called in a way, but that's just another long story. But shame, guilt, energy is a negative force that creates the negative within us. 
when negative when shame guilt energy enters us through people's words and actions and that's what i show in the film how it translates into us it turns our positive emotions to negative ones it compassion turns to depression intuition turns to anxiety passion turns to anger so when we release the shame guilt energy our emotions automatically turn to the positive so i was like so excited because i didn't have to spend years in therapy for depression years in therapy for anxiety years in for the anger and the hatred and the fear and everything else i just had to get rid of shame guilt energy i was like so excited because i'd be dead before i'd be well because i had all of them i had depression and anxiety and hatred and misery and you name it i had them all and i'm going oh my god because you have to go to counselor for depression and counselor for anxiety i'm going i'll be dead right. i'll never live long enough to be well right which is true I know and I'm I'm just so I'm so flabbergasted because I talk about this so often on the show that I did EMDR therapy for 4 years and again you were talking about the tap dancing and it's it's a whole the whole process oh, of yeah. EMDR is that right left right I'm moving my eyes following the line I'm moving my body I'm moving yeah. my legs you know and for like um um what 15 16 years I tap dance like all the time. Yeah. So you were doing that same sort of right brain, left brain thing. But one of the things is I just kept getting like, I would get to a certain point. Like we reached a certain point where I, I just couldn't heal anymore. There just was. I had there, done, that's it. Right. I yeah. had done so You've, much healing, but there was just something else something I could get to. Exactly. And that's yeah. it. And it's that, you know, and I put it on my website, you know, are you tired of the positive emotions and the tapping and the oils and the massage and the positive mind mapping? Yeah, you know, they're not all bad, but you'll never get home because shame guilt is still knocking at your door. Yeah. So oh. you've got to see, it's like this. I got water in my house from a leak. So I keep mopping it up, right? cleaning it up and it but it's still every time it rains it leaks I got a hole in the roof so if, until I fix the hole in the roof the rain in the house is not going to go away yeah so, so it's that's not that it's not that the mopping is bad and cleaning it up and putting the buckets out because it's helping but right yeah oh but it, it. until until I cover the hole in my roof I'm always going to be bopping and cleaning and mopping and cleaning and cussing and swearing and being miserable because it's not working. Then I feel so inadequate because I don't mop it up right. I don't clean it up. It's all my fault because it's not going away. This is huge. This is huge because I have people calling me. They said, I would like to have a session with you, Lois, but I don't think I'm capable of being healed. I go, why do you say that? Well, I just took a $3,000 course and I spent four uh, months with it and two months with this other thing. And I still have the guilt. It's still there. So I must be so, so bad that God can heal me. And I cry and I say, no, 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 no. You just didn't get the right information. You're still mopping up the water in your house. We got to cover the hole. 
Yeah. And they did it. So that's what I do. That's my job is to cover the hole that's leaking. Oh, beautiful. I mean, that's so hope filled and inspirational. Thank you. What a gift. And that's and that's what I'm doing. Okay, are we going to get rid of it in two minutes? No, but at least we got hope and we got a way to do it. And that's my job. That is my job. I have that job. Right. <laughs> so, okay. So step number one is shame, guilt, energy does not belong to the human race. Love does. Light does. But love, but shame, guilt, energy is a negative outside force. I can get into that a little deeper in another place, but essentially it only is here to do us harm. That's all. Has no benefit at all. There's no healthy poison. Okay. Shame, guilt. People say, oh, you need good to be, excuse me, you need good to be um, moral. No, you don't. You just do it because it's the right thing to do. Duh. Guilt is part of shame, guilt. So why do I say shame, guilt, not shame and guilt? Okay. Shame works in the unconscious mind on that particular nervous system. Guilt works on the conscious nervous system. Now, there's one automatic and sympathetic. And, all, and I don't want to do those turns because it doesn't mean anything. So I say Shame, guilt is on the unconscious mind, neurological circuits. Guilt is on the conscious mind, neurological circuits. Okay. That way you don't get confused with the, please bless the teachers and the nurses and the doctors. I'm not using automatic and sympathetic because it doesn't, it doesn't heal and you don't remember it. Okay. Now, this is how the medical world works. If you have a virus in your brain, they call it meningitis. Okay. If you have the same virus in your stomach, they call it gastritis. If the same bacteria or virus is in your lungs, they call it pneumonia. If the same virus or bacteria is in your liver, they call it hepatitis, nephritis, bursitis. Gymbinitis. I mean, you know, th uh, thyroiditis. I mean, it goes on and on and on. So do you see how the bacteria name is lost? We're talking about depression, anxiety, and bullying, and procrastination. Uh, it's, I have a book. The DSM-4. 918 pages of mental illnesses and it's caused by shame guilt energy and that's why the name is shame and guilt because they separate it people say shame is bad and guilt is good now that really messes with your mind so that's why we've been stuck since adam and eve We have to understand shame, guilt is the same energy. It's the same thing. It's just different names because it's in different places. And that's how the medical world works. That's all. So you got to say shame, guilt. 
and then you don't get separated because you know yourself and to heal we got to combine we can't separate and that's what we've been doing all these years oh shame is here let me talk about the shame I never say my shame let me talk about shame oh let me talk about go and you you're, you're actually pulling your head apart and you're not getting it because she can't get it because it's false yeah the truth is shame guilt energy that's it right and it causes all this stuff. People say, oh, well, shame causes this and guilt causes Oh, yeah. Then your head goes into spinning again. No. Shame, guilt is one negative energy that causes 496,000 negative emotions. I'm making a very big thing out of it. But it causes negative emotions. Yeah. Wow, my brain's going in a million different directions because I, well, one, I grew up Catholic, so I just, oh, I need to, like, yeah. guilt is just part of, <laughs> part of who, who I was because it was just ingrained. And my dad was a Jesuit brother for eight years. And so, yeah, yeah. what do you expect? You were guiltized. <laughs> right. And exactly. we, yeah. And you're sensitive being because you have the healing energy, shame, guilt, energy goes deeper into us if we're sensitive people okay that's the bad news yeah. okay the good news is is it comes out quicker oh yay all right okay. you have me hopeful yay <laughs> yeah and that's why people like you and spiritual people along this i have to talk to them they have to have this knowledge or they're not going to be loving like beacons for humanity we need light in the universe it's really that important it's really at a crossroads that the human being carries the light for the universe to survive yes okay right so if we don't have our light beaming to the universe to survive we're not going to be here right so oh, i love it and the have... and the only go ahead the only thing that's blocking our light is shame guilt energy yeah i have a i have a story just to, to interject really Go quick ahead, please so um my dad passed in 2009 and we we had mostly made our amends before he passed and had a beautiful last moment together before he died and so right after he died within six months after him passing someone that i had just met she had never met my father. We had only known each other a few, maybe two months. She said, oh, please don't think I'm weird. But I was sitting in Guardian Angels Church, which was my dad's church and my parents' church. And I was praying and nobody else was in there. My son was practicing football. And your dad sat next to me and gave me a message. And I was like, oh, my gosh, wow, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Awesome. And I said, well, what was his message? Well, first she said, he's very, he was very funny. Like he liked to tell me puns. And I said, oh my gosh, he was, he was, he loved his puns. But she said, he said to tell Terry, stop thinking, just love. And so as you're talking here, like I'm very much resonating with those words because what you said earlier about how love is the energy that is our, that's our energy. And, and the thinking part is stop allowing that shame, guilt, stop, stop, 
Stop letting that energy be part of you. So that message that I got from 2009 is radiating. Like it's just, it's just coming to the surface. And I'm like, oh my God, my dad was trying to tell me this. (laughs) But he didn't have the words. Yeah. And that's my job is to name these 913 pages shame guilt energy so people can stop saying oh i'm in depression oh i'm in ocd oh i'm in bullying oh i'm in misunderstanding oh i'm in anxiety i'm in fear you're in shame guilt energy is this that you're calling it different words and it's very very confusing so you'll never get the solution because it isn't mopping up the kitchen and mopping up the living room it's Fixing the hole in the roof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh my gosh. So now do you do coaching work with people or do you suggest people watch your films or, or is there, are there online courses that folks can take? It's all of the above, but no okay. courses because it's very difficult to put this in a course. Everybody's different. But mm-hmm. before I, yeah, I help people. I do um, sessions with people and I give them homework. Because we're learning. Know thy enemy. How can you defeat your enemy of shame, guilt, unless you know it? Okay, so first step is to get my 500 questions, one answer ebook on my newsletter. 500 ways shame, guilt is affecting your life. So then you know how to defeat it or don't take it in. Okay, and then um, I have a Facebook shame guilt stoppers. You can join that too. We talk about this stuff, but I need to digress and say something. What happens to your computer when you get a virus in it? Yeah, it crashes and burns. Okay, that's what happens when shame guilt energy enters us, the computer. You know, we are a computer. We are a crystalline computer. We have ley lines. We have meridians. We have everything that the earth has, ley lines and energy. So we are energy field, super energy field. When shame, guilt, energy comes into us, it turns our positive emotions to negative ones because that's what it does to a computer, right? It doesn't just do Microsoft Word or um, your emails or you know, Chrome or whatever. It does a little bit to everything because it's all encompassing. It messes with our brain. It makes us confusing. It makes us think we're not good enough. We'll never be good enough. And that's how suicide help comes along. And it's so, so sad what's happening right now, the suicides. But shame, when people have shame in their brain, mainly shame, they don't think logically. Nobody thinks logically when they're in shame because it distorts it like it distorts your computer. Does it print out properly? No. When shame guilt is inside of us, it prints out confusion. It can print out. I'm not good enough. It does that. That's what it does. And it it makes humanity fall down to a lower standard. That's our only enemy. And it makes our organs not work properly either because they're energy. Okay, doesn't actually 
is the disease, but it makes it more susceptible to disease. You know, people that are always chronically depressed, they're sicker, right? They just, their immune system is down. There's a big, big um, relationship between your immune system and uh, shame, guilt, energy. When people release the shame, guilt, energy, they're carrying their immune system becomes much more effective. That, that There's a lot of journals on that one. Oh, yeah, so, for sure. So my surprise is like no one has taken shame, guilt seriously and opened it up. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad you're shining that light. Shame, guilt only has one defect. You got to know your enemy's defect, right? It dissolves in detection. What was that? It dissolves in detection. In detection. How about that one? Now you know why it's been covered up. Yeah, so explain that further. When you start learning about shame, guilt, energy, and how it affects you, and you do emotional healing with the inner parts of yourself, like the inner critic and everything, you find the shame, guilt, energy, and it has to leave because it dissolves in detection. It's like the jig is up. Remember in The Wizard of Oz? Okay. When Toto moves the curtain... And he right. sees a little old man with gray hair and a big, big megaphone and making smoke and smoke and all smoke and mirrors. And he's really in nothing. Right. That's what shame guilt energy is. It's a big puff of smoke. It overstates its presence. Yeah. That's all. It's a nothing. It's a nothing. But it's huge because we don't know. I love it. What a joke on humanity, huh? Yeah. Not a good joke. No, no, no. And again, it's caused suicides. It's caused suicides. And heartbreaking as that is. Yes. Everything, everything negative. Okay. So Shane Gill feels like a brick inside of you or like on you, right? Doesn't, I mean, it feels so heavy, like it's a thousand pounds when you feel light. And love, you're like, oh, like you fly in the sky. Shame, guilt, energy feels heavy, not because it's powerful. It's because it's a low vibration. Okay. It's the lowest vibration that you can have and still be alive. That's how far it brings you down. Wow. You're a death store. Dr. David Hawkins has given numbers to different emotions. He's not alive at this moment. He's in heaven. He did his work and he left. So it's called the Harkin Scale of Consciousness. And it has 700,000 to the 30th power. That that means 30 zeros for enlightenment. Wow. Okay, that's... And there is a number for that. I asked my... um, math friend that there can be 30 zeros after 700,000 and that's a number that does have a name and that's like I can't even think of that okay that's where we can be 
Shame is 10. Wow. The lowest place we could possibly be. So what we spoke about this in the beginning was, yeah, all these things are wonderful we're doing. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying if you don't look at shame, guilt, it keeps on pulling you down. When you want to get rid of the thing that's pulling your weight down, and then you can just fly. You can be who you are. I mean, not that you're going to be airy-fairy, but... That's why it feels bad, not because it's powerful. It's because it's a low vibration <clears throat> kind of thing. That's all it is. The jig is up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You have me so inspired, Lois. Yeah. Again, so, my, my brain, as I sit here with my mouth hanging open and keep saying, wow, because you have my brain, like I'm going in a million different directions with. Because um, you can live. Yeah. You're out of the shame, guilt prison and there is hope. It's not squirty. It's not like, oh, do step number. Da, 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 da. No, this is real. We, all of us have been given the wrong information. Therefore, we went down the shame, guilt hole. So what do you do when you feel that shame? in your energy okay you go oh the jig is up that's toto moving the curtain i see you you're an old man with gray hair being a big bazoom whatever whatever vision you get, just know it's not of you it is not normal it is common okay Shame guilt is common, but it doesn't belong to humanity. Now, there are people out there that say, we have shame guilt because we're human. And that is wrong. It's outside negative force put upon humanity. Doesn't belong to me. Now, I feel still feel depressed. Okay, hi, depression. Thank you so much for talking to me. What you have to say. What can, what do you want to talk about? Oh, I don't feel like give a goddamn. I go, hi, I don't give a darn. What do you want to talk to me? You talk to your emotions. You say, hi, how are you? Well, they talk to you. Sometimes they will. Sometimes they won't. Look at my video. And that's how you get out of it. I just want people to get out of the shame guilt hole. Yeah. And if you can't, you call your friend and say, hey, I can't get out of this. And they go, oh, remember what Lois said? Shame, guilt is a nothing. It's a thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Shame erases it. Erases it. So you become not smart. <laughs> so it covers your brain. So you need somebody else to get you out of it. But you're too shameful to ask for help. Do you see the dilemma? Yeah. So that's why I got the shame guilt stopper. So like you can, you know, talk to somebody that doesn't think you're crazy. You're just like got shame and you're in a shame guilt consciousness and it takes over you and you feel like your life is nothing. And that's where the suicides come in. But you need somebody to say, Lois, that's just shame guilt. Oh, I forgot. Because you're not. So that's one thing we can help each other out with. Beautiful. Help each other out with. And so, therefore, it's just a matter of getting rid of the shame that we have put inside of us. Our inner critic is crucial. He's the shame guilt producer. He's the one that has the hole. He made the hole. Okay. 
So we got to talk to him and say, hi, I'm living in 2021 now. You're in 1970. Um, I'm a big girl now. Can we talk about this? And can you come into my timeline? And uh, we can be friends and with my partner. And he goes, oh, never thought about that. Oh, well, I'll think about it. And so it's that kind of a thing. Can you imagine all of their parts being inside you at this point? And that's how you get more useful because they're bringing their energy in. My uh, inner critic, excuse me, I call him King. He calls himself King. He is now goes around the universe getting the podcast to talk on. That's his job. He doesn't need the shame guilt thing anymore. He changed jobs. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> how fun is that? I love it. <laughs> And you and he, and, and th- so I need to say thanks, King, for bringing you to me. Exactly. Right. Say, I just I just was going through the Internet and I saw your name and I felt that I'm going, thank you, King. Oh, that's so awesome. Would you say so he's King? my he's my booking agent? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so anything else that you wanted to touch upon that we haven't had a chance to talk about yet? Um, what questions do you have? Oh my gosh. Well, we, we've just kind of, I never really have questions because I just it's, allow the conversation to just roll as they are. I mean, I send out questions such as if you could reach as many people in the world as possible with your, with your message, who would you want your audience to be? But see, you've already answered that. So it's everybody. It's, it's everybody. everybody. It's everybody yeah. who's experiencing shame, guilt, which is pretty much everybody. Yeah. So to, to um, I want to tell people that go to my website, LoisHollis.com. I have many podcasts there. So you have different variations on the theme because everybody sees shame guilt differently. That's why it's hard to put it in a course. Right. So at this point, who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? I don't know. But today I don't have a course. But what I do have is an ebook. And it has 500 questions, one answer. And that's how you can learn. Oh, that's my mother. Oh, that's my, oh, my aunt always did that. Oh, I didn't know that was Shane Gill. So that's what I'm doing. I'm helping you to name something that you never could name before. Know thy enemy. You can write that down. Know thy enemy. That's from saying son. It's the way it is. If you don't know your enemy. And now another thing I want to talk about is vulnerability. People say, oh, you got to be vulnerable. I agree. But would you go into battle without a gun or armor? And I have to clarify something. So when you say know thy enemy, it's not that if you identify, oh, my mom used to do that, or my mom used to say that to me. It's not that your mom's your enemy. It's that it's the shame, guilt, energy that she's holding. You can't blame your mother. That's a good point. Thank you um, for bringing that up, Terry. You can't blame your mother. You can't blame the Pope. You can't blame the priest. You can't blame the the government or the water meter man or your husbands or your wives or your kids. You can only blame shame, guilt, energy. And that takes, you don't have to forgive. It isn't about forgiveness because you'll never, ever, ever forgive because that's the mind game. Oh, I forgive you. Well, it's a nice gesture, but does it heal? No. It's only a gesture. You heal when it never existed. When you heal, when you get rid of the shame, guilt energy within you. It's as if, because there's no sense, there's no time. Time doesn't exist when you're dealing in this dimension. It's as if it never existed. 
Now, what happens when you get a cut or a burn on your hand? You put ointment on it and every day you go, oh, it's healing a little bit. And then your, your attention to it because it's healing. Then all of a sudden, a year later or something, you're doing something. Somebody said, oh, where's, how's the burn on your hand? They go, oh, what burn? I don't think it's not there anymore. It healed. When it heals, you don't remember it being a problem. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. And that happened to me before my father passed away. It was as if the abuse never happened. Okay. Did I get there overnight? No. But when you release the shame guilt that's holding the grudge, it dissolves as if it never existed. That's why I can be who I am today. Because it's as if it never existed. I didn't forgive. They go, oh, what kind of forgiveness program you did? I said, I just got rid of Shane Guild. And it automatically forgave. Isn't that beautiful? It is beautiful. So you were going to bring up a point before I threw out my little question to you. So what were we? Oh, the vulnerability. Oh, thing. yes. Vulnerability. Yes. Yeah. And yes, you should be vulnerable. That's a very good Thing. But do go out vulnerable if you don't know about shame guilt energy. That's crazy. I mean, be vulnerable, but also know who gives shame guilt words to you and learn what to say. Like my book, I have um, words to use. Isn't that interesting? When someone um, gives you the you know, you're stupid, you're dumb, and why do that for? You're killing me. Um, or, you know, all those shame self. Read my 500 things. These are the words you can say to them. That's an interesting approach. Can I used to say this to my kids. Can you say that another way? To people that are really irritable and they won't shut up, you just say, I got to go by. Soup's boiling, got to go to the bathroom, kids call, and it is like, go. Because you, the only way to get out of the shame blame game is don't play it. Yeah. I love Dr. Wayne Dyer, and I had read something of his once that said he would respond with, okay. And that was it. Yeah. And then conversation yeah. over and then walk away. <laughs> yeah. Because you're not empowering it then. Exactly. You don't give it energy. Right. So that's why we, when you feel the shame, guilt, energy, you go, and then you work on your emotions. Okay. It's still going to cross over a little bit, but at least you're doing the right road. You're going down the right road. I'm just telling people that this is the way you do it. It won't, it will happen sometimes a day or two people like totally change. And then some people change in a year or two. It, it, it is what it is. But right. at least you have a way out. Yeah. There is a way out. Um, you have an interesting point of view. And then another one is, what are you trying to say? That's if you really want in for me. What are you trying to say? Yeah. Awesome. So there's, a, there's all kinds of things we can do when we know the truth. And then the inner critic is crucial. We have to talk with our inner critic. We don't shut them up. There's all these courses on how to shut up your 
inner critic, how to kick them out. And, and that just makes them more angry and therefore more combative. His job is to protect you, and he only knows one thing, shame and guilt. That's all he knows. So for you to tell him do something different is impossible. Until he decides to change his game. And he decides it when you are competent not to accept shame, guilt, behavior from other people or yourself. Right. And then he decides, it's really your soul. Then he decides, okay, I'll give you a trial run, see how you do. And and then you pass and then he's got another job and you can just keep on doing your job in a, in a much better um, advanced form. And it isn't, so he actually empowers you. All the parts of you empower you. They just got shot with shame, guilt, energy. Yeah. And there's no blame to your mother and your father and your grandmother and all that stuff. They were doing the same thing that we're doing. Right. I'm so glad you said that because I feel the same way. I mean, I've yes. But you have to have the consciousness where you can see shame, guilt, energy and see the person. And that's what I've done in my film. So, so now how do people it. find your film? How do how do people? Goishollis.com. Okay. And I'm going to make it available to anybody wants it it's going to be in it's 45 minutes but it's in 15 minute segments because as you know this is a total different approach yeah and i gotta give people time to okay now i'm ready for more right right digest it a bit yes (laughs) well it's a total change of everything psychology i go are you you a therapist and i go not a licensed clinical something um i'm not that they're not good it's just that if I went that way I would never figure out this way yeah because this is um this is a self-help thing I'm teaching you don't have to um you don't have to be PhD'd to do this you just learn how you talk with yourself you you're your own therapist well, I'm not I saying therapy is bad. Yeah. I'm just saying that you'll get so much and then you go, well, what's next? Yeah, that's there where is I am. No, right. There's no next next. It's just another therapist. Right. So I'm saying what's next is you got to help yourself. And s- someone gave me the best compliment. They said, I've been to many, many therapists and they all helped me to a certain degree. And they all told me to love myself. When I love myself, then I won't have the issues I have now. But no one told me how until you came along. Because you told me how I can love myself. Because I can't love myself until I can love little Lois Ann inside of me. I have to need someone to love, love my inner critic, love depression who was Sally. I love the parts inside of me and they return the love back to me. And that's what self-love is. My one part said, are you the one to love me? So yeah, that's, see, that's where the my dad's message. Is. My dad's message again, stop thinking, just love. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine writing to these parts and then you hear, are you the one 
to, to, I was dyslexic and I stuttered a lot. So she was the one that stuttered inside of me. Are you the one to love me? And the other one said, you are, I am, this is my last breath. Because they die if they don't get noticed and they die from the shame, guilt that they're carrying. They carry the shame, guilt for you so that you don't have it. And then they can't hold up anymore. And I think that's what Alzheimer's is, is when they you don't have those parts inside of you anymore that can help you. Your mind goes blank. Okay, it's nutritional, you know, is there's chemicals, you know, I'm not denating that, but I'm, there's always an emotional component to every physical disease. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's all the mind, body, soul connection. Yeah, the whole thing. But that's just part of it. And people that are in denial, um, they, they, you know, and a lot of people aren't ready for this work. And that's okay. Everybody has their own time clock. I don't mess with God's plan. Yeah, I just give it out, and if anybody's hungry for the cherry pie, they eat it. If they don't, yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it. And I and again, we talk about that so often. I talk about it with my with my son John. We have great conversations. He's my deep thinker, and uh, I we've gone down the road of everyone's on their own healing journey, and we're all in different places. And when we can honor one another for where each. Where- person is yeah so that person who's angry and flipping you off in the car and screaming at you even though they're the one that pulled out oh you're talking about my neighbor oh (laughs) i got one of them they're they're in a different place where i am on my journey so i just thank you jesus their way (laughs) thank they're going their way and i'm they're going down highway 14 and i'm going 172 right that's fine (laughs) have a great day bye-bye bye right All right. Well, my gosh, it's just been such an honor to have you here on the show. And I just thank you for the work you're doing. I'm I'm so inspired and you filled my heart with hope. So thank you. And I hope that the hope is radiating to our dear listeners. And I am available with phone. They can call me. Okay. I don't charge them. You know, we can get a couple minutes because a lot of people want to sign up for sessions, but they go, I want to meet her. I don't want to sign up for, you know, so I talk with you. I'm available. So give me a call. I got it on my website and we talk for a few minutes and, you know, that's fine. And for audio listeners, it's L-O-I-S-H-O-L-L-I-S dot com, correct? Mm-hmm. That's All it. right. And Wonderful. All right. Well, again. Bless you. Bless you, bless you. Oh, bless and let's be in touch. I'll be in touch when the movie comes out. Oh, for sure. And I'll put it out on all my social media. So, yeah. All right. Well, everyone, thank you for joining us today on the Healing Place podcast. And remember, until next time, be gentle with yourself. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Terry Welbrock again. Just wanted to thank you for listening to the episode today and remind you to visit my website as well as the Academy terrywellbrock.com for the courses but if you go to my website terrywellbrock.com you can sign up for my monthly hope for healing newsletter which is also jam-packed with information and strategies and blog pieces and guest blog pieces and links to shows um, and just a great space for uh, again healing and hope strategies Thanks for, again, being here and being a part of this healing space. I very much appreciate you. All right. Bye-bye.